0: Out my business, Okay. I'm gonna be excited for that. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right. Um. Hey, welcome, welcome. Thanks for joining us. This is the Identity Booth. My name is Cheryl. That's Eric, and we are the amalgamation of what you guys and what we like to call. Because there's gonna be like a bunch of clickbaity stuff in the title, like something to get all you people that like downvoting our videos. We appreciate you guys. We see you guys. It's still engaging to us. Haters. Are great for YouTube channels man Haters are great for YouTube channels Hate 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 <laughs> Um, But what we're doing here today We're going to talk about the racist turtle A.K.A. Mitch McConnell And at the end we're going to give you 10 uh, Interesting facts about Mitch McConnell But it's not really about Mitch McConnell It's the filibuster and that's something that Mitch McConnell Has been talking about recently uh, Because he's afraid to lose That ability uh, To filibuster But Honestly I don't know about you, Eric, but I didn't really know much about the filibuster. I didn't know. I knew the gist of it, but oh. I didn't know much about oh. it,
1: bro. When you was in high school, they never made you watch Mister Smith Goes to Washington. No. For real? No. Wow. Okay. So, I, right, bro, tonight it's a it's a it's a classic, bro. It's set back. It's a it was a 1940s movie. But yeah, you gotta go watch Mister Smith Goes to Washington. It like completely breaks down. The filibus the filibuster in a in a real way um the premise of the movie is a guy who's just like a regular guy who ends up getting into uh politics it's the same dude from uh it's a wonderful life or yeah I think it's the, the movie um yeah but the same the same lead actor but he he's in there he just stumbles his way into politics and then he just he used that filibuster though I but anyway the turtle and the re, Real issue we have with him is he doesn't want to support the doing away with the, the filibuster. And I can honestly say that I have mixed feelings about it. I really do. I I'm, i don't know. I'm there. I'm just in this position, bro. Well, I'm mean, what, what are you thinking?
0: I'm of the mindset if something is hindering us from getting laws passed and things done, work done, get rid of it. Like our, like we are too damn smart to be, uh, letting our time and energy go to waste, dude. With twelve with hour energy. So before we talk about, you like, say twelve hour energy like it's a drink. <laughs> yeah, like it's crazy to me that like we like there are laws that are sitting on, on on that were sitting on Mitch McConnell's desk when he was the majority that people died waiting to see get passed. Like uh, the dude from uh from Baltimore. Who had uh, he passed away last year? But basically, are you talking was, about John? Dang, what's my yeah. name? Yeah, I see his oh, I, I want to say John he Lewis in the comments. John, it is John. Uh, it's John, John Lewis. Okay, Lewis. Yeah. and he died waiting for a civil rights level bill for voting to pass, and Mitch McConnell gleefully waited for him to pass away. Uh, his 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 inappropriate comments on when's uh, RBG is gone. We can finally get what we want in like just statements like that just make him repulsive. So I want to first get to the basics. L- what is a filibuster? Let's let's so everyone knows what the fuck it is. Because I think you should know what it is, and it also oh. help you. So Look here's is. this what is handy little have? video. Handy little video from Vox. I like Vox a lot.
2: Oh these hundred people are the US Senate. They <laughs> okay. passed laws. I- They vote, and when a majority says yes, it passes. But these days, the Senate doesn't do that very often. The Senate holding two votes, both failed. It's completely dysfunctional. Four versions of gun control proposals, and all four failed. See, the Senate has this rule. It says before they vote, 60 people have to agree to have the vote. That means just 41 people, a minority, can entirely block a bill. This is called a filibuster. Early on, filibusters were rare. This is a chart of the number of times the Senate has had a vote to break a filibuster in the last 100 years. But in the last 50 years, they started to grow. And now, almost every big bill is filibustered. The US Senate is broken, and the filibuster broke it. But the Senate didn't always have this rule. In fact, it all kind of happened by accident. This is the Senate in 1805. It's much smaller than it is now, and the filibuster, as we know it today, doesn't exist yet. And before they vote on a bill, they debate. If they want to end debate and vote, they just need a majority to agree. But Vice President Aaron Burr thinks a high-minded place like the Senate should have as much debate as needed. So the Senate gets rid of the rule. Now Senators can debate for as long as they want, and there's no way to stop them. This is the beginning of the Senate filibuster. At first, it isn't really a problem. Because the Senate is still pretty small, there's only so long a group of senators can physically talk. Eventually, they tire out, debate ends, and they get to a vote. But as the U.S. grows, so does the Senate, and they have more factions and more people to filibuster bills. They move to a bigger room, and now it's 1917. World War I is underway, but the U.S. isn't involved. Then-President Woodrow Wilson asks Congress to authorize a broad military action. A group of senators don't want to give Wilson the power to enter the war, so they decide to debate until the session ends. Filibuster. Woodrow Wilson is mad, and he demands that they go back to the old Senate rules, The debate can be ended with a simple majority. The Senate doesn't want to do that, so instead they compromise. They change the rules so they can end debate with the approval of two-thirds of the Senate, so that if senators want to block a bill, they need a third to do it. This is basically the system we have today. A supermajority to agree to vote, <laughs> and a simple majority to pass a law. And for a few decades, the filibuster is used, but pretty sparingly. Then in the 1950s, the Senate starts to consider civil rights legislation, and Southern senators really hate this. But they don't have the votes to actually defeat the bills, so they start using the filibuster to block bills. Here's South Carolina Senator Strom Thurming. He looks tired because he just filibustered the 1957 Civil Rights Act for more than 24 hours. These filibusters are painstaking, and they block the Senate from actually doing work. The majority leader at the time, Mike Mansfield, doesn't like this. He's okay with needing a supermajority to pass things, what he doesn't like are these long, pointless speeches. So he makes a change. He skips the debate and goes directly to a vote to see if there's a supermajority to end debate. This means if senators want to filibuster, they don't have to stand up and talk. They can just threaten to, as long as they have the numbers to block a supermajority vote. This makes it way easier to filibuster. And the number of filibusters grows. In the mid-70s, the Senate changes the threshold needed to filibuster. Now instead of 34 senators, you need 41. But it doesn't make much of a difference. And then around the 2000s, senators and the minority start to realize something. They can gain more politically by fighting than by cooperating. So they filibuster everything the other party wants to do. That's what leads to this spike. Now, almost every big bill is filibustered. Finally, in 2013, the Democratic majority makes a change to the rules that says the filibuster no longer applies to certain confirmation votes. In 2017, the Republican majority makes another similar change. Both times, it feels like a huge deal. But now things are beginning to change. The twenty twenty elections are coming up.
0: Alright. So with that, now we know where the filibuster is and like why it's so annoying. So basically, if you guys still didn't get it from the gist, it's you basically don't even have to sit and talk for 12 hours. And by the way, can we just say how happy that guy was to sit there and say he spent 12 hours debating to stop civil rights law? Like, the glee on his face after talking for 12 hours straight, just to, like, oppress people. It's crazy to me. But, basically, they don't even have to do that hard part anymore. All they have to do is get a room full of people, at least one third, to say that they don't agree with the bill, and they can basically go into filibuster hold. So, it's just a way of a minority group of people in a room who don't really have any affliction, other than to cause conflict at this point, especially at the level that we're dealing with it in government and policy right now. I don't know. That's my automatic scope on it, and it's and it's basically going against what the American people requested when the Senate votes the people vote to put those people in there. If you don't like the people that are in there, you vote to remove them. But then to know that you have a majority in there finally, but you still allow the majority to derail progress that speaks ill of our democracy. I don't know. What do you think? I,
1: again, I have, I have mixed feelings about the filibuster. Part of me feels like what's going on right now. Won't be a, 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 an issue. Would Excuse me, not won't, but wouldn't be an issue if I'm asking a question, would it be an issue still? And I want to know what you think, Hero, and I want to know what people in the comments think. Is this an issue if this was an all-red government?
0: It wouldn't be an issue because, once again, it's it's the situation that is going on. The people voted that way. So let the people, let the people's voice ring true. If In a a world that is just in balance, you would think in a world that's just in balance, if there's 51 people who agree with something and 49 don't, you go with the majority. It's It's just that simple. But literally, we are having a vote to have a vote about something that the people have decided on already. Because you only need a simple majority when it gets to the floor. But you need a super majority just to have a debate. If it comes to the floor, it's a barrier of entry for us to do work. And that's what we pay them six figures to do on our behalf some of them for the last 10 years with the help of lobbyists to back them so like I, the part that is baffling me is like what part of that don't you, do you agree with why like when it comes to the government running efficiently and effectively based on rules and regulations that the people expect to happen why would you be in agreement with people deliberately going against that if it was red blue white green or yellow it doesn't matter if that's how we voted why aren't they doing what we tell them to do?
1: Like Because uh, they don't have to. That's why. We've no, put them in a position no, no, that, no. Like, that they don't have I, I, to. I hear
0: that part, but let's stick on this topic. The topic is the filibuster. The filibuster serves no purpose when it comes to doing the work we need to do. Like, why would you be in agreement with them not being able to do the work, doing the work they should be doing? Are you are you directing that to me? Mm-hmm. Cause you said you don't see a problem with it. Uh, hold on, I said I'm torn.
1: Did I did I actually say I don't have a problem with the filibuster? I mean,
0: oh. I okay. So you do you do you or do you not agree with the filibuster?
1: I, again, I said I'm I'm torn. I see I see where it would be beneficial only from the standpoint if if something is egregious or if there's things. In a bill that we cannot see, you you dang sure better, you dang sure better filibuster. But if you just gumming up the works for the sake of not giving the other side what they want, trying to stick it to the other side, you know somebody in the comment said is is mean girls on drugs. Is high school games. It is it is childish behavior in in the highest. And I do agree with you that what the, so the, then the why not move
0: the filibuster so we can get to work. Okay, but here, here's here's the problem. You can
1: remove it. I'm fine with that. And everything that the blue team wants to do right now is gonna happen. Real, real quick. But again, if this was an all red government,
0: would and that's you how feel the people the same voted, way?
1: yes, if that's how the people you voted, as there's you being sane and sensible. Well, was- let's just talk about. The, the majority of the people in this country, the uninformed, ignorant voters, if, What is what, what are they going to say?
0: If you ask somebody on the street, is 51 more than 49, they're going to say yes. Of course they are. So with and that logic, should. then well, let's stick with that logic and let's just let that be the rule.
1: But, but you're... But you're I, I, we're not a, disagreeing there. What I'm asking you is a normal... Conservative person today, if there was no filibuster, would they be throwing tomatoes at at the House of Congress, at the Congress? Would they be throwing tomatoes at Congress or storming the building?
0: A a, a conservative today?
1: Yeah, if there was no filibuster,
0: no, today. they wouldn't. Why wouldn't they? Why would they? Why would they be storming the Capitol because of the- They stormed the Capitol
1: for less. That's what I'm they saying. Storm- There's no filibuster.
0: I mean, no. For real, so, they just throw it that No, but no, okay.
1: like no, but the point I'm making is, if they storm the Capitol for less, you remove the filibuster, and then the blue team just starts ramrodding whatever stuff they but want. That, be- but it's
0: not, it's not ramrodding. That's how the people yeah. voted. If the people no, no. voted fifty percent, and, and but, but
1: but you and I aren't disagreeing on the point, bro. What so I'm then, to- so
0: then we have to acknowledge that the people who are upset, they they're upset because they're wrong, and if they want to be right, they need to vote accordingly. And and I
1: and again we agree there, but
0: that's why I, was, I but
1: that's why I use the reds as an example. Now I'm going to flip the script. When the reds are in power,
0: all like the they Blues, were last year, like they were last year.
1: I mean, completely in power. They had all all. They three. had the house.
0: They had the senate. They did not have the house. We. I mean, we they want they had the house at the beginning of Trump. They had the house in beginning of the senate for two years. Okay. Okay. Great. Thank you. So imagine Trump comes into office.
1: Which and there's no filibuster,
0: huh? Uh, but he, no, had, no, he, he had majority. He had majority no, on both sides. But just imagine, there's no filibuster. But bro, uh, he had total control. And the filibuster, even if, even exactly. with the filibuster, so like, uh, and what I'm saying is, the filibuster was a zero factor because he still had majority. But he want to know why they didn't push anything? Is because they didn't have anything to push. The Re- the Republican Party functions str- almost strategically off of conflict because uh, every <laughs> here's the here's the this is the
1: Republican Party's agenda right here
0: yeah like and, and in their agenda. mind in their mind like I want to pose a question that was that someone brought up to my attention it was so crazy why come the Supreme Court hasn't done anything about uh, uh, Roe v. Wade and I was like because they're, they're not, not doing anything to. against it they're, they're not going to because the Republican Party would then have to find another dinosaur to poke at because if they and, fix- and, you know but, but beyond that see what they again Trump thought his appointees
1: were going to tell the line but you got two of the self-proclaimed originalists like constitutional purists they're not going to color outside the lines there and then now that they have any, any, any turn on appointment you can't bully them you can't so I don't I don't I don't understand what he thought he was going to get out of that. He really he really played that one wrong. He no. he would have had a better he would have had a better choice well, getting a democratic judge in there if he right. if he really wanted
0: to. I think I'm what it ultimately comes down to is the filibuster is just that, a waste of time. And as long as it's in play, it get, it prevents the American people who voted accordingly from getting what they just deserve in their ability to vote. They had to win an election. They won that election. And now they're being stopped by the other side who didn't win their election. It, that's just not how it works. If you want to be in power, win that position by making promises to your constituents that you can someday hope to pass in law. But... Mitch McConnell is really sour about this because this what made Mitch McConnell relevant, but Mitch McConnell's had a history that is basically uh, due to, and it starts from him saying stuff about family values and we're all about this to him getting divorced. So let's hypocrite. hypocrite. So let's talk about some of the stuff that he's been hypocrite about. Like for the for one of the interesting facts that we have here is, (laughs) young young McConnell uh, spoke. Uh, sucked up to jocks to get his student council spot. This is back from his high school. This is a report that was written back in the day, and a lot of these are ingesting in turn. But uh, for the most part, I want to just focus in on some of the more egregious things. Right? Shout out to Brock in the comment section. For example, for all the money that he's put on the table for military spending and military budgets, <laughs> and how he found a way to get out of serving in the military. Now, to his to his credit, he signed up, but his daddy got him out and that's a level of privilege that a lot of people don't have when it comes to having a source of income and lifestyle. Like stuff like that is egregious. His the fact and this is another thing that where you can't be mad at it because he keeps getting reelected. And I don't know if this is the fault of the Democratic Party's poor ability to run a a a, a Democratic race in Kentucky and Kentucky or is it because people in Kentucky are really just that dumb? With them being almost dead last in education, healthcare, and a host of other things, like are they properly informed with the with the with their decision making skills? Like that's a true question right there. Uh yeah. we already talked about the divorce. That's how he got his current wife right now. Who is also Ooh. who who also tried to bow out of her transportation position that she got in the Trump administration after the riot saying that this was the straw that broke the camel's back. That, w- that was the straw. That, w- that was it. N- none of the other shit he did before. At that time, 400,000 people dying yep. on your watch and you not having the resources or infrastructure because you gave money to private companies to build roads that never built them and just stated construction hell because of COVID. So when people needed to get the vaccines to remote areas, they didn't have roads to do it. That, that wasn't the straw. Mm-hmm. Jump off a bridge. Uh,
1: this guy, this guy also, when, he he's a dirty and he plays dirty. But again, when you when you look like a little turtle, you we already know that that you know brute strength isn't your isn't your thing. So um, it's really just. Cunning, and that's all that it is. And he has to be—he has to be a little schmiegel, because that's all he has. I mean, it says he put—he did a video when he was running for his senate depicting a pack of blood bloodhounds frantically hunting for his opponent. Uh, I mean, saying because, <laughs> and the lie that he told was. His his opponent missed so many Senate uh, votes because it was off taking uh taking payment for for public speeches. But what he didn't report was that his opponent had a ninety four percent attendance record. You know what I mean? It's just like stuff like that. Like you've missed more time, or maybe you haven't, because I don't think he has a life. I really don't think he has a life. His
0: life revolves around literally making poor people's life miserable in America. But yeah. the thing that the last thing I want to kind of draw in like instance to in this situation. Is just this right here. Mitch McConnell single handedly is responsible for bills that would change water quality in this country, transportation and infrastructure in this country. The fact that can can,
1: can you, bro? I'm glad you put this particular one. It's funny that we didn't even talk about the article that we were both sourcing for this and we're reading the same other, but can you please talk about the toxic water? Cause haven't we seen this before
0: from exactly. a Republican governor? No, and we saw it in Flint, and they're being sent to jail. Notice that they're on trial right now and being sent to jail. No, and no, no, no. That governor was a Democrat, right? That was de- oh, the, who else? The, 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 who's the Republican? Yeah, the
1: governor. That's the that's the first one. I'm thinking. I'm trying. I'm, I'm confusing with the fr- one now. Yeah, yeah. The one I that- can't remember. Yeah, but that was a, he was a Republican, and now we got this guy. Hero, please, please let
0: him have it. Please. Let him you have, have to it. understand something, that this guy who's also sitting in is responsible for the investigation into people like him. For example, the toxic water field. The fact that the Democratic Party up in Michigan is able to hold people accountable is it because of their vote. He has held votes like this on his desk while he was the majority from passing. Another vote, the Civil Rights Act passed that we talked about for voting. Toxic water. The fact that internet is not considered to be a utility so that it will be granted to rural areas so that if in a pandemic happened, we would easily be able to contact people because we have the infrastructure. It's sitting; It was sitting on his desk and expired on his desk. Like I said, people have died waiting on this animal to make a decision which he gleefully smiles at and he takes pride in the fact that he held it out. This is a person who didn't want to vote out of the whole entire room of, of uh, Republicans told them not to vote for the cares package while his Republicans then went on Twitter and said, you guys are welcome for getting this care package done. They take the, they take They he loves to take the glow of the shining work that people's blood, sweat and tears literally have been put into to get done and he takes pride in delaying or withholding that from people. Mm-hmm. And it's and Absolutely. he's and he's Absolutely. the worst. And I just don't get how people don't see that. Like how conservatives see him and say this is who I want to represent me.
1: <laughs> hey, scroll down to the next one. We need to we need to we need to we need to, we need to spend some time on this one too.
0: McConnell's in 2017 personally introduced an amendment that blocked infectious disease funds. Huh, really?
1: It literally just, this is segued into what you just were talking about. This, you can't foresee a pandemic happening unless you know it's happening. Not going there. Don't want to sound like a conspiracy guy right now. But think about that. He personally introduced an amendment that blocked infectious disease funds. Who needs these funds? Whoa. Obviously, we did. Obviously, we did.
2: I mean, we still got it's, the it's vaccine nice. anyway,
1: but it's but it's just speaking of heroes over uh, overarching thing. This guy is a wicked, worthless nobody. And people keep voting for this. People who who are his constituents that keep voting for this? Like exactly. they, they, he, these again, politicians. Period. They get they get off on blowing smoke up your rear end because they know they're about to go over here and do something absolutely reckless. Cause they don't care. They don't care. Like the whole thing. And I hope people are st- who, who who just started watching Hero and I understand we don't care. What ideology you have? What position you take? If you're over on the left and you're out of pocket, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna say something. If you're on the right and you're out of pocket, we're gonna say something. It's just this is is this a guy who's been in politics over forty years? He's he's he reminds me of Zuckerberg. He gives me that Zuckerberg vibe. Zuckerberg has less of a soul than this guy, and that's saying a lot. But this this is what he reminds me of he just got this squinty dark little look in his eye that he doesn't mean anything good by anybody hey have got forty year track record to show
0: I'm just saying <sighs> either way it goes I'm done with this racist turtle um I just when it, just remember like and whoever you want to vote for vote for him I don't care really but just remember when it's all said and done without any Republicans help. And it's primarily because they were afraid to challenge Mitch McConnell because Mitch McConnell's is the, is really the number two person in the Republican party. He told all Republicans, if you vote out of line in this bill, you will, we will come for your spot. You will be primaried. So not only, so that's, that's intimidation right there, but let it be known that no Republican Got you fourteen hundred dollars. Got your kid. If your kid, like thirty six percent of the whole entire country that was living in poverty for one year, will know what it's like not to live in poverty. And they say socialism doesn't work, and that's what's crazy. They'll, socialism, they'll
1: socialism doesn't work. If if capitalism is behind it, it it, it can't work. I. You go to other country where it's purely socialist they get they get the crap taxed out of them but i i don't I don't know I can't speak to their quality of life but I know one thing they never have to worry about they don't have to worry about health care mm-hmm. that's my that's my main concern is as a country we don't take care of the old folks we don't take care of babies and we don't take care of the people who need health care, which is the citizenry, the, the the society can't go on if people are unhealthy and unfit. Yeah. That's that's all that it is. That's all that it is. And you can't be upset that people are wanting something that they actually need. God forbid you do what you're elected to do. Is make sure that the quality of life that your con- constituents have is the absolute highest that you can get within reason where you don't put un- unnecessary burdens on them. You don't tax the crap out of them and you make sure that, that the burden is shared equally. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. He's not the guy that's ever going to do that. He's not going to come out and say that he's not going to, to do what's necessary. And then until either the Republicans or the Democrats, find somebody that can take his spot. He's going to sit there, which again is why we need term limits. He should not be allowed to, make, to to stay there that long and make terrible decision after terrible decision. And then, but you never see this guy, so you don't really know what he's doing. And then he shows back up in two years and you vote for him again. He only he only shows up when he wants a vote. He's not doing anything. Oh, and how do we know? Because he let his people in his own state, that he represents have toxic water. Crazy. Why? This it is is insane. Crazy. It's insane.
0: But uh, I often say, uh, if you there's if hate lives in your heart, you'll do things to hurt yourself in order to to feel that hate. Like you will, you will, you will find a way to exact your hate on someone else. But hey, that was the story. That was our perspective on it. And you can find us on uh, the Identity Booth right here on YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook. IG, TikTok. We are literally <laughs> everywhere, as Eric likes to say, like Visa. Uh but in the event that you want to donate, like MasterCard, hey, <laughs> the E24 challenge is definitely okay. down there. The endurance twenty four challenge is a great opportunity to donate to a great cause. Uh if you are donating, let them know the identity booth sent you. And if you want to run twenty four miles in twenty four hours, have at it. You can do it and we'll track it and we'll actually be uh viewing the live stream here on YouTube. So you'll get to see that in real time. Russo and uh Altenburg. Great guys from the district of two fifteen, Thorn Fractional North, Naughty North. Uh we appreciate you guys doing that and definitely running in to help us out and help them out uh these kids have struggled throughout the year so we want to make sure we do something to help them out uh we got about four thousand three thousand dollars in the bank there's some undisclosed donations going through right now i don't want to pop the bubble on that so i just want to say you know thank you if you're donating i appreciate it and, you know, take a picture of that screenshot and send it to us, man, and we'll put you up here because you guys deserve that notoriety. Um, mm-hmm. And with that, that's been the show. You guys take care of yourselves, put on your mask and all that good shit. But, uh, yeah. what's the next hey, topic?
1: Well, but- but it's so hard to find Through the daily grind We're working overtime And I'm sleep deprived Shorty, on my line And we fills and fight Seems like every night Don't care who's wrong or right I hope the end is sight. Slow it down and we can catch the vibes The vibes The vibes